Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. If you like what you're hearing, why not try a StephCast subscription? Only $4.95 a month if you buy a year in advance. Go to stephaniemiller.com to find out how. Good morning, Glenn Kirshner. Good morning, Steph. <laughs> Happy Accountability Day. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I'm sorry. What are you and Allison Gill and I get accused of selling hopium? Okay. Well, everybody, <laughs> take a big whiff. Um, this is, I, I have to say, it is a, a magical time when you remember where you were for Donald Trump's first indictment. But this is probably only the beginning, isn't it? I mean, I, it, it's it, that's what's extraordinary, is all this crying mm-hmm. and gnashing of teeth already. You're like, oh, <laughs> this is this is day one, right? It is. And it's interesting. I mean, it makes some chronological sense, right? This is the earliest crime that he committed. Uh, This was one that was designed to steal the presidency, deprive the American voters of the full value of their vote back in 2016 when he was a private citizen running for president. So chronologically, this is the first. Now, of course, he also committed crimes while president and he committed crimes after he left office. And You know, I don't know that the rest of the indictments will play out chronologically, but, you know, if they do, I'm okay with it. Yeah. Well, let's talk about this. Uh, Obviously, what Dan Goldman just said, CNN, I guess, is was reporting Donald Trump facing more than 30 counts related to business fraud in an indictment from Manhattan Grand Jury, according to two sources familiar with the case. Um, The indictment has been filed under seal will be. um, So obviously, charges not publicly known at this time, as as Dan just said, Trump will be arraigned. I guess we're hearing uh, Tuesday. Uh Um, so what do you make of that? I mean, how, where, obviously it's being reported. I know Tristan Snell said, according to CNN, 34 counts in the Trump indictment. This is way more than expected. If this is correct, it could mean the indictment covers far more than the Starmy Daniels hush money, like Karen McDougal hush money or other hush money catch and kill cases. Good time to note that David Pecker, head of the company that, uh, owns the National Enquirer, longtime Trump ally, testified twice to the grand jury. Reports out, uh, indicate today that witnesses in the case were questioned about McDougal, who got $150,000 hush money from Trump. My hunch for a while, given Pecker's involvement in the drawn out timetable of the indictment plus the 20 interviews of michael cohen with the da showed that something far larger than stormy might be in the works might still be wrong of course but 34 counts is a lot what what is your take on what the reporting's thus far yeah you know when it comes to donald trump committing crimes i mean he never was a one-off right he's (laughs) lived a life of crime and you know just looking at the stormy daniels hush money payment um that was a conspiracy. We know it was a conspiracy that in, included 
Donald Trump and Michael Cohen? Did it include David Pecker? Didn't it, did it include Alan Weisselberg? We do know Pecker was in the business, in the habit of running these catch and kill operations. Why? To assist Donald Trump in his election pursuit. So it doesn't surprise me at all. I've been saying for quite a while, you know, if Alvin Bragg indicts Donald Trump, it is not going to be a standalone misdemeanor falsifying business records case. It's going to involve lots of charges. It's going to involve felony charges. And if the CNN reporting is accurate, 34, I think when it's unsealed and we all get to read it for ourselves on Tuesday, you know, it's going to kind of knock our justice socks off. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, and by the way, I don't know if you've seen this reporting. Robert Costa said sources familiar with the investigations tell CBS tonight that Bragg has some documents that have been uncovered during the probe that are not yet known to the public uh, slash been reported, both financial records and communications between key figures. And we'll use these as well as testimony. I mean, the mind does kind of reel, doesn't it, what we're going to see Tuesday? Yeah, and we'll know soon enough, and then hopefully other indictments will be soon to follow. But, you know, if we pull back to the 30,000-foot overview, I mean, the reason yesterday was so important, Steph, is because never again can a president or a former president rest comfortably in the belief that he can commit crimes with impunity. Because before yesterday, every president that committed crimes committed them with impunity. Those days are gone. The deterrent yeah. value for future. Uh oh. Oh God. Oh no. This is not a time for Glenn Kirshner and Justice to freeze. Oh dear. Uh. Oh dear. <laughs> I think everyone in the oh, world is back, up using back, their internet. Back, All right, back. go ahead, Glenn. Sorry. Little glitch. Oh, go where'd, ahead. You, where'd you where'd you lose me, Steph? I uh, I can't remember. Just say it all again. <laughs> no, I, I said that. Yeah. No, the reason this is so important. Yesterday was so important. Frankly, even more important than a conviction yeah. of Donald Trump is because never again can a president or a former president rest comfortably in the belief that they can commit crimes with impunity. That ended yesterday. Thank the you. Someone said value of that for future presidents is huge. It's everything. Thank you. OMG, I am so excited about our new sponsor, Cook Unity. These are ready-cooked meals. You want to know my first six? Grilled mahi-mahi with oyster mushrooms and steamed rice. <gasps> Vegan rigatoni pesto. Four cheese ravioli with cherry tomatoes and spinach. Hang on. Climate-friendly chickpea and quinoa bowl. Classic salad nichois. Lemon-baked tilapia. I don't have time to cook. These, you just pop them in the microwave. Bam, you're done. Go to cookunity.com liberal. You will not believe the quality and the, the, the quantity of different of choices that you have. Whatever you need. Vegan, paleo, pescatarian, gluten-free free whatever you love they have a delicious dish cook unity is the first chef to you service delivering locally sourced meals from award-winning chefs right to your door every week and it's cheaper than other delivery options so delicious and no cooking required i love that on work nights for me go to cookunity.com liberal or enter the code liberal before checkout for 50 percent off your first week that's 50 percent off your first week by using the code liberal or going to cookunity.com liberal <laughs> That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm -mm -mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Someone, some right-winger said... 
this is it. Now we've crossed the Rubicon. And I think I was like, good. I yeah. was like, oh, did you mean that in a bad way? <laughs> I mean, yes, we've crossed the Rubicon that finally, after Nixon and God knows what else, we've said no. No one is above the law. We are a nation of laws, not men. I mean, yeah, yeah go that, ahead. That no one is above the law saying yeah. was all but dead. It was, you know, in a coma. And this indictment breathes new life into the American promise that no one is above the law, because now we have a concrete example of it. The indictment is everything. The conviction will also be very satisfying and the convictions will come. Just like I've been saying all along, Steph, we've been talking about this for years. You know, just because it hasn't happened yet doesn't mean it won't happen. It will happen. It has happened, and it's about to happen again and again and again. Yeah, yeah. What is your take on uh, Alan Weisselberg? Is that any d- d- factor in this? I know we're reading tea leaves, but he obviously got rid of his Trump organization lawyers. Yeah. Um, I thought the lawyer I heard he got is a uh, racketeering specialist yeah. <laughs> of some sort. What do, what do those tea leaves tell you? So it's an open question, but I think it can only be a good thing in the long run. The old lawyers were reportedly fired or were actually pulled back by the Trump organization because they weren't Trumpy enough. They were working too hard, apparently, to protect at least some of Alan Weisselberg's rights and not working hard enough to protect the rights of Donald Trump. But, Steph, it always struck me as pretty cruddy that Alan Weisselberg had one foot in the prosecutor's office and one foot in the Trump organization. He was still an employee. He was getting bonuses. They threw him a birthday party after he pleaded guilty. And he was testifying against the very organization that was paying him and supporting him and employing him. That stinks. Well, hopefully now with this new lawyer, Seth Rosenberg, Mm -hmm. he was a former assistant district attorney at the Manhattan District Attorney's Office. He's a former federal prosecutor at the Southern District of New York. He then went into private practice and did 25 years as a white collar defense attorney. Hopefully, he now has his client's best interest at heart. And when Alan Weisselberg is released from Rikers, I am quite sure Alvin Bragg is going to say, hey, Alan, we got more charges waiting for you. How'd you like that five month bit you just did? Want to do another one? Or now do you want to take that one foot out of the Trump organization and plant both feet with us? on the side of justice yeah. at the district attorney's office. Yeah. what Glenn, just curious what your take is on all this that happened. Obviously, you know, there was a lot of, there's a Jeffrey Berman wrote a book, you know, uh, yeah. obviously about them not prosecuting. Alvin Bragg took a lot of, a lot of heat, you know, and, but here he is, as I kept thinking of you about someone's got to take the maiden voyage. Well, he will go in down in history as the one. He's the one that took the maiden, the maiden legal voyage. What is your take on what happened and why on, in this whole time frame? Yeah. First of all, I think the country owes a, a debt of gratitude to Alvin Bragg yeah. for ultimately stepping up and breaking this important legal barrier. I hope other prosecutors will rally to his support. Now, that doesn't mean, Steph, that they will make different prosecutorial decisions. But if there's been a hesitancy because nobody wanted to be the first one to take the maiden legal voyage against a criminal former president. You know, I'm hoping that maybe Fawny Willis will now be prepared to move out and drop an indictment on Donald Trump. Hopefully Jack Smith will also be prepared to drop a federal indictment on Donald Trump because the more indictments, frankly, 
the, the, I think the more you can diffuse the anger and the white hot glare that is now going to be focused like a laser beam on Alvin Bragg and his office and his staff, not only to their you know emotional detriment, but to their safety. You know, they're going to have safety concerns now. Yeah. Go ahead. Doesn't this also turn up the heat on DOJ with this whole, like, why wasn't this prosecuted, you know, federally at at, at SDNY? Why was this? We know that, you know, Bill Barr is the reason it was dropped. Yeah. But it was the Trump. It was the, the Trump Justice Department that said, basically, catch and kill this case. Do not let this uh, hush money uh, series of crimes visit Donald Trump. Only the other co-conspirator, the lesser co-conspirator, Michael Cohen, they caught and killed this prosecution. So I am glad that, yeah, and it will turn up the heat on DOJ. But but my point is, why didn't Merrick Garland's DOJ pick it up? Alvin Bragg obviously did when we thought that was dead on the state level. I I don't know. I I mean, the more I, I, you know, step back from what we've seen from Merrick Garland over the past two years, I think the Department of Justice may have been all consumed by going after those thousand folks who attacked the Capitol. They have another thousand arrests we've learned in the offing. And I don't think they were able to multitask. I think they were you know, stuck in the mindset that the way we investigate these things is we start at the bottom and then we build our way up. And they got stuck at the bottom in part because I think they were overwhelmed and in part because I think Merrick Garland was too much judge and not enough aggressive prosecutor when what our nation needed was the most aggressive prosecutor but also the most ethical prosecutor he may have had the ethical piece he didn't have the aggressive piece yeah yeah delve into the shadows of the mind with sleeping dogs a gripping murder mystery starring academy award winner russell crowe now available on digital Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Um, Real quick, this pathetic grandstanding by Ron DeSantis I mean, obviously, one of Trump's lawyers already said he's going to turn himself in uh, Tuesday, right? So Ron DeSantis says this completely, you know, unconstitutional whatever thing. Joyce Vance said, lots going on here. It's empty posturing since Trump's lawyers said he'll turn in. But the appeal to anti-Semitism, the Soros reference, should give every Jewish voter and anyone concerned about hate uh, reason to reject DeSantis. Believe them when they show you who they are. I mean, it's obvious, just obviously pathetic grandstanding. I mean, but do you think, again... it's hard to predict what Donald Trump's going to do. Is he going? Is he? Is that going to give him an opening for more of a spec to create a spectacle? 
You know, his lawyer gave an interview, I think, last night or this morning, Pacto Takapino. I mean, you know, when you look at his Wikipedia page, he's a businessman, he's a lawyer, he's yeah. a soccer team owner, which is what you want in the finest criminal defense attorney. You want to make sure he owns a soccer team or two. Um, but he said, look, Trump is going to turn himself in on Tuesday. He's, and in fact, he said, and I quote, he's not going to hold, hold up in Mar-a-Lago. Yeah. But here's what I actually love about the... Um, the lawlessness and the unconstitutionality of what DeSantis did. There is a clear line of demarcation that has now been drawn. And on one side are the folks who care about the rule of law, and on the other side of that line are the lawless. And DeSantis and Lindsey Graham and Lil Josh Hawley and weak Mike Pence, they are among the lawless. They've planted their feet firmly on the side yeah. of the line that lawlessness is fine in the quest for power. And then the rest of us, the folks who care about the rule of law, are on the other side of that line. This is an important line to keep our eye on because it will help guide the, the upcoming elections. Remember who was lawless. Ron DeSantis yeah. said, I will violate the Constitution to help out a criminal. I'll be an accessory after the fact. I'll be complicit. I'll, I'll obstruct justice if it will win me even three more votes that is dangerous yeah. to the future of america that's why nobody should vote for ron DeSantis. Yeah. speaking of pence uh so that's a big deal that he's been uh, obviously ordered to testify um i think you've always said this that you know he can keep trying to appeal but he's going to have to testify isn't he oh yeah he will go in the grand jury he will be placed under oath and he will be compelled to testify about all of Donald Trump's crimes. And because he's a direct witness, he has direct evidence of the words that came directly out of Donald Trump's mouth that will prove not only Donald Trump's criminal conduct, but importantly, Donald Trump's criminal intent. Man, things go from bad to worse to worse for Donald Trump. His lawyer testified against him, yeah. Evan Corcoran, yeah. and that's going to hurt. His vice president is going to have to testify against him. Who knows what will happen with Mark Meadows? He will either testify or he'll become a defendant. Yeah. And so things are moving. As things we always moving. say, justice seems like it's never coming and then it comes all at once. Uh, there's that. <laughs> there's a picture of you and Harry Dunn at the uh, Bruce Springsteen concert. You look like the bouncers of justice. <laughs> Although I look like I'm about four foot ten. because know, Harry's he's like huge. Eight, eight foot fourteen. He's enormous. Oh, I love Harry. <laughs> Harry comes to our justice gatherings in D.C. every August. He's, you know, he's there and Fanon's there and Ganell's there and yeah. uh, Eric Swalwell made an appearance yeah. by Zoom last time. So yeah. I, I love Harry Dunn. He is an American hero. Democracy warriors. Um, love you, Glenn. What a great day to have you on. I knew. Love I, you, Steph. I, Happy I, accountability that's day, how, That's how I knew there was a God, because it happened on a Thursday, right before my Friday, Glenn Kirshner. <laughs> love you. <laughs> love you.